0: Hello and welcome to the Film Ireland Podcast. I'm Gemma Cray and in this episode we'll be looking ahead to the Bleeding Pig Festival. So I'm here with filmmakers Mia Malarkey and Laura O'Shea as well as the festival film programmer Emma Fagan. Mia's film Mother and Baby and Laura's film Hold the Line will both be screening at the festival. Okay, so Mia, your powerful documentary looks at the mother
1: and baby home in Toome. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I'm from Galway and I grew up in Anadown, which is really close to Toom, So the story is close to my heart, I suppose. And also I uh, met my older brother for the first time at Christmas. So he's in his 40s. So my mom had to give him up. So I guess the story resonated on a number of levels. And so I followed three survivors from the home and sort of kind of witnessed them as they formed a family with all of the survivors. So they were sort of making the family that they were denied in their childhood.
0: Yeah, it's a powerful Mm. film to watch. It just... It's amazing the access. You saying this now makes a lot of sense because I just watching that I was like, it's so hard to get people, especially Irish people, I think to open up in some instances. But you really get this level of of emotional honesty from them right there. And it is heartbreaking mm. to watch. Like and Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're kind of they have this eagerness to talk, because I suppose they've had to keep it a secret for so long. And then thanks to the amazing research of Catherine Corliss, it became a global Uh, story. And so if you meet any of them from whichever mother and baby home around the country, they're quite eager to sort of share their story. It's a kind of um, validation, I suppose, and uh, maybe a catharsis for them. Uh, So it wasn't like I had to do a whole lot to get those stories out. They were sort of really generous with kind of sharing their hearts with me. So that was amazing.
0: It, it was gorgeous. What you do as well that I thought was really amazing, you managed to convey the visceral sensations of the mother and baby home. So, like, sometimes you feel like you're trapped in there. You use... Mm. Um, those long, those like, tracking corridor. shots yeah. and
1: stuff as well. It's <laughs> so giving we, me
2: spooky vibes, mm, you know. Totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Well, the
1: home itself is gone. It was demolished in the 70s. And then they sort of hid the records of the burial site. So... Gallo County Council have maps with the word burial site, sewage tank, da-da-da, and that was all sort of hidden, and then Catherine Corliss found them. So that's how they were able to confirm, because there'd been sightings of skeletons as well. But yeah, so I felt when I was making the film that it was important to bring people back in time Mm, a little bit and just give you an experiential kind of insight into what it must have been like for the children. Um, so we, uh, I probably shouldn't say this, we, we, we <laughs> broke into the asylum and in well, no, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice because it's from the same era. It's the same yeah. kind of architecture. And a lot of the mothers would have been sent there if they were disobedient. In Is the that just baby lump? Like it's just completely complete boarded right yeah. Home, yeah. yeah. so we found a window in-
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it just it looks so beautiful and I mean it's such a shame the building is going to waste because it's an amazing yeah. structure and it could be totally used for the arts Like, so we had a lot of fun filming in there and I knew that it, like, architecturally it would match and it would resonate with the survivors and I asked them and they said yeah it did look like that now they don't really have memories a lot of them would have been very young yeah. um, but Pat does have memories of the home So he was able to kind of have more visual descriptions and things like that. So
0: And when you, so how did that come about? How did you start working on that project? And I just want to say as well, like from what you packed into it, you could nearly describing it, it, nearly feels like a feature. Like there's mm. elements of that that kind of visual thing you've you've narrative, a kind of fully formed narrative that has a beginning, a middle, and an end, and it really ends with a lot of um, healing and positivity mm. and change, which is is amazing. But how did you sort of start on this project?
1: Yeah, so my mum actually was friends with Catherine Corliss and. She wanted to do an art project for the survivors. So she made hundreds of pairs of tiny porcelain shoes. So each pair would represent a child that was buried there. And there was an exhibition and a lot of the survivors took a pair of shoes home. So um, that was kind of how I got to know Catherine Corliss. And of course, as soon as I met her, I was blown away because she's just the most determined person you've ever met I mean, when she tried to break the story at the start, none of the Irish media outlets wanted to know about it. Mm. I mean, even the the local tomb herald was kind of like just barely biting. And then I think it was someone, uh, Alison O'Reilly in the Daily Mail, was like oh my god that's a huge story yeah but anyway so it was that that was the starting point was my mum's art exhibition and then when I started meeting survivors I was like hey those are my mum's shoes on your wall so I realized that she had been sort of like getting through to them and touching them and they all loved these shoes and um, I think they just love people coming into their lives to help share the story and help bring justice in any way possible and I mean, the battle is still ongoing. You know, there yeah. hasn't been a, the church have not come forward. The investigation is still yeah. happening. Well, they're not the
2: ones that have any reason to be keeping their mouths shut. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's why they're happy to be yeah. spreading it out yeah. there because they have nothing to hide. Yeah, absolutely. Unlike other people involved. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Yeah.
1: So anyone that kind of pushes that forward, they're always really thankful. So, yeah, that was how I got into it.
0: And that's amazing. And and as you were going along, your research there, did you find out loads of things? Because some of the little facts that you had, like one, I don't it's not a huge plot point, but there was one bit where you, there was a girl who had died and then she wasn't kind of registered as being dead for months later. So mm, they would have yeah. connected money from the state on her behalf. And it really shows the culpability and yeah massive
1: excess like you that shocked me really I wonder how many instances of that there is underhandedness of that if you look through the records it sort of looks like a business it's a business hmm. model and the the children are the products, you sort of get in as many as you can, and you either sell them to the states illegally, or you fudge the records. And either way, you're going to get paid by the state, and then you can get paid by the foster family. So the whole thing was run like a business. And we actually went to New York um, and Boston for a few screenings, and we brought Peter from the film The Survivor. And a lot of survivors in America came forward to meet us and thank us for the film, and it was really powerful hearing it from their point of view. And some of the survivors in America hadn't actually told their families yet. And But they reiterated this kind of story that, you know, they were just pushed through this system and they were totally used. And the, the infants that didn't survive didn't get a burial because mm-hmm. they weren't seen as human because it was all part of this business so the whole like when we were going through records it was like how do we squeeze all this information into the (laughs) film how do we you know honor everybody's stories like we applied for the the reality bites um Irish film board grant and it's supposed to be 10 minutes so we were like you know we we made a half hour cut that was like a solid cut that you would totally watch and we're like "Mm, it's not 10 minutes so we brought it down to about 20 and that was as short as we could go but like the the story is vast Mm, there's there's so much material that has yet to be brought to light and Poor children were dying so
0: fast. To me, it seemed like they just put down any common ailment that was going. So I had to find out how many children died. I came back with a staggering figure of uh, nearly 800. And, but just terrific. And again, like I had, I was well read up on this subject matter, and there was so many little tidbits in there mm-hmm. that you were like, oh my God. Yeah. And I think what you did really well was bring the humanity to mm. the individuals like just hearing their descriptions and, and the way like one the one guy was this farmhand he was yeah
1: his Peter. story
0: that yeah. was oh he got uh, me yeah,
1: yeah he really got me and, and then, he's playing with his grandkids yeah, and he's the yeah. no gorgeous us. granddad yeah. like his grandkids yeah. adore him yeah. and then he just tells you this kind of gut-wrenching tale of his own childhood where there mm. was absolutely no love So you're trying to figure out how did he become such a loving loving father and grandfather when he was so deprived in his childhood.
2: What I love was the juxtaposition of like what they were saying versus what you were seeing. So like you said, just the footage of him playing with the kids and it's all sweet. But he's telling you like this absolutely horrible story. Mm. And there's a few other instances of that where they're narrating something that's not quite what they're talking about. Mm. And it makes it a bit more like bittersweet. It's a really nice approach.
1: And then healing, I suppose, was kind of my... Goal throughout the filmmaking, so I wanted it to end on a healing note, and obviously, just a lot more healing that has to happen nationally and individually for the survivors. And we've had these, you know, great uh, referendums with repeal and with gay marriage, and I feel like that's a very healing thing that's happened for the country. Um, So that was one of the kind of energies I wanted to bring to the film. So. The vigil, I just thought, would be a nice way to close the film because Mm -hmm. it's everybody coming together in darkness with candles over the site where the infants are buried. And it's a kind of a send-off and an honouring. And, you know, the story is ongoing, so we just had to pick an end point. But it was just a way to see everybody together. It's like the power of the voices of the people coming together. And it definitely
0: works for this as well, because you're following their lives and it does... Like a film like this, you expect to be just... Wiped after mm. it, even though it's quite short. But it isn't. You do have that hopeful mm. air of it, and mm. I think we're lucky here to have gone through that and have two nice referendums. Because other countries around the world sure. aren't doing too Yeah, I know. They're nice going with the their other direction. And, yeah, yeah. yeah that we're coming kind of you see there's a bit of a light in a tunnel for us coming out at the end of of such mm. horrible stuff and so systematic and i think that's it, it was
1: so systematic like state and church were completely working hand in hand mm, yeah. and i mean again in the film we're just tipping on the iceberg mm. there but the records that catherine corliss has brought up are and the sad thing is she's handed over her whatever six years of research um to the investigation and then they completely pushed her out. So they haven't mm-hmm. allowed her into the investigation in any way, shape, or form. She doesn't know what material is being used. It, like it's pretty murky, you know, how, mm. how it's being run. And I guess they're, they're doing um, forensic analysis on the bones. So they have like dug up an awful lot of the, the bodies, which is brilliant. Um, but they're not treating it as a crime scene. Yeah. as far as I know, and that's really unfortunate yeah. because, you know, the children were neglected yeah. and it, w- it yeah. was criminal what happened to them. Yeah. And Peter, who we brought to New York, he believes his sister is buried in that septic tank. So he's been fighting the courts for the last number of years to try and get access to more of her records so he can verify this, and he simply can't do that. Two so just don't give access to those records. So, And that that's one of the thousands of stories mm. that people are kind of dealing with.
0: And then you wonder, is it... There's probably a system there that allowed this to happen and that maybe mm-hmm. doesn't want to, you know, have to pay redress for people and and have to be responsible for what's there. So it's in certain people's interest, maybe not necessarily to have it be a big story because it was in a worldwide stage, as you said before, mm. like we were visible. It was one of those things where it was like, hang on. Ireland in what and made it to every country and completely rightly so because you're like hang on how many babies in a septic tank
1: Mm.
0: and then even the background like the more you find out about the more and more shocking it gets so would you be tempted to push this into
1: a feature
3: I was talk yeah. About the same thing.
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I I probably should, but it's interesting. I think when I was finished with it, it's quite a heavy subject. I see, you' are taking mm. a, it was taking
2: a toll. It yeah, has to, it's, yeah. It's
1: tiring to like kind of have all of that in your mind all yeah. the time. So I probably just separated myself without even really thinking about it. But I feel like. I think someone else is actually making a feature doc at the moment. I don't know who, um, but it was mentioned to me. So if they are, that's amazing. Um, And if they're not, maybe with a little bit more time, I will go back. I mean, I still uh, I'm friends with all the people in my film. So I would still meet up with them and kind of we keep up with each other. And um, the film is still screening at festivals and events around the world. So that's amazing. Um, So, yeah, maybe with a little bit more time, I can go back and revisit it definitely because yeah.
0: like again it's such a big you could definitely see something like that doing really well um on netflix because mm. there's so many documentaries yeah. that have that are in a very mm. similar vein yes, Those, yes. you know covering big you know yeah. systemic st- yeah. and systematic telling big crime. stories yeah. and mm. telling yeah. the, the individual human stories within that yeah. like yeah. i would definitely be clicking on that mm. and then probably have to take a break from it, yeah. go back to it, and then get really. Stressed. I hope Netflix is listening, right? <laughs> yeah, Netflix. <laughs> you can definitely watch that. Um So of of one the kind of her- heavy, big story to another warm. I thought that was really sad. <laughs> your gorgeous uh-huh. shorts, so Laura. Tell us a little bit about. I don't know. Um, your is back. it
2: that sad? Is it? Um
0: I don't know. It I It ends very warmly. Yeah, it does. Sound um, weird,
2: but it's Sorry, my name is Laura O'Shea, and I have a short film called Hold the Line that's going to be in the Bleeding Pig Film Festival also, uh, which I'm very excited about. Nice uh gals night on the Tuesday. Gals night. Yeah, yeah, yeah looking forward to film, it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> women in film. Uh, so the short is about a girl in a call centre, uh, your typical kind of customer care, support type scene, and she's going through her own kind of personal things, and it's like a day in the life. And in this instance, it's Em's life. And she gets a barrage of callers all day that are just the cliched, you know, rude people. I'm here. You have to listen kind of a thing. And she's kind of at her wits end because she's got her own stuff going on. And then her last caller of the day is this really sweet woman called Patsy. And they just kind of get chatting. And soon enough, the walls kind of come down and Patsy ends up helping Em more than Em actually helps Patsy but she doesn't realize what she does and you're kind of watching it all on M because it's, she's the only actor in it um character in it I should say so you kind of watch all of it unfold on that character's face while Patsy's all end of the line and yeah it, it's bittersweet but I yeah. think it's hopefully more sweet than yes. bitter yeah <laughs> are you still there love yep yeah. sorry I don't want you getting all
0: quiet on me now. I'll never get my Billy Fury fix if you don't get my stick working.
2: Right Jerry, yeah, Patsy. Um, can I just get you to right click on the icon for the dongle, please? Right.
1: Yes, there it is. Will I press install?
2: Do. Uh, it'll take a couple of minutes to just let that work away. That's no problem.
1: If you want, I can
3: hang up and call back in a few minutes if it doesn't work. I know it's late.
2: No, I know, you're fine, you're fine. Um, I'll wait. Plus, if you call back, you might get somebody else, so...
1: Ah, oh, thank you. You're very kind and patient.
3: I'm sure your mother misses you around the house for all these things. Our generation
0: and technology don't mix. I don't, want to, I don't want to give too much away because it's a lovely arc and it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's nice and it's surprising. Thank um, you. And you had many hats for this role.
2: Yeah, um, it was my first time actually making a short because um, I've been acting for a couple of years and just making shorts and doing bits and pieces and stuff like that. And I uh, kind of just got a bit withered um, not doing things that I was interested in. Or, you know, being offered of parts that I actually thought, oh, this is something for me or... Of not getting offered the things that I thought were for me and, you know, that kind of cycle that actors go through. So uh, I was just like, right, let's let's just make something because I'm sitting on my bottom doing nothing else. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so the idea for the call centre came fairly quickly because I'd worked in one for a year, so it's not like... I'm putting much acting into it like it was a I, real life for me I for, could tell you yeah. had worked in one <laughs> yeah. I could just tell
0: because it felt so real <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the yeah. stress level yeah, and I like know. even even the specific things around wait times I was oh, like oh yeah. this person knows their oh, stuff yeah, when yeah. it comes and to my center. friends that
2: work in the call with me I have seen it since like a bunch of them and they're like Oh my god! It was like Vietnam flashbacks. Oh, yeah. They were just like getting PTSD watching it. Like they were like, "Oh, that was too close to the ball. Um, So I decided write something about that because in my head I was like, "Right, I've no money, I've no experience, um, I don't really know how to make a film. So how do I make it as small as possible, like in terms of budget and people and locations and actors and everything?" So it was as bare bones as I could get a short realistically. Um, because it's one location and one actor for the whole thing. So, now there's other voice actors in it, um, but they don't appear on screen. So, that's kind of where it came from. It was just the lack of everything else pretty much. So, uh it was written and shot we shot it like in a day. It was like 9 to 5 on a bank holiday Monday and um it was just all my mates just pulling everyone together calling in all the favours of what people I'd worked free for over the last couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone kind of just did me a solid and got it made, like, really reasonably and really quickly. So You do was... a great
1: job because the whole film is yeah. almost just a close-up. Yeah. yeah that's a
2: lot to carry, like, it was
1: 12 minutes.
2: It was nerve-wracking. And, yeah. and I didn't realise it until the day of because I was so busy in, in prior to that, like, trying to get the script right, trying to make sure everybody was, like, where they should be. And, like, we had people to do all the jobs. And yeah. so it was very much, like it wasn't until I sat down and I turned to Karen who was co-directing with me and I was like, I don't know my lines. Like, it was like the morning. <laughs> was like the all... last thing. Yeah, I was like, oh wait, I have to act in this. And she yeah. was like, you'd be grand. You've read it like so many. I was like, yeah do I know my license? like we'll find out sure, sure you can change it if not anyway yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah okay yeah so, you can check
0: with the writer you'd be like check yeah <laughs> so I
2: think I didn't put myself under too much pressure because I didn't think about it really until the camera started rolling And it but was you carry like, you do carry the whole thing like yeah. there wasn't Cheers, any moments thank you. where I fell out of what was going yeah, on yeah. And thank you there's a lot of
1: montage in terms of the sound editing because you're yeah. sort of overlapping all these really annoying assholes yeah. who are like <laughs> making demands and I was sympathising with them too because I don't know how many yeah. times you've Called up air and oh, you're like, we've oh, all oh, been that person. Yeah. Worst yeah, customer yeah. service. Yeah, so yeah I was exactly. kind of But but it it totally carried all the way through. So yeah, all of your moments of defeat or like oh, not another one. Like it's all there. It's very ah, strong. Thank
2: you. Yeah, I wanted so. just for people to see like you know when you because I've I've been that person too when they're into the phone where it's like right you need to sort this right now mm. but you don't know what they're going through like they're humans yeah. at the end of the day as well. So I just wanted to shed a light on like the other person at the other end of the phone because they could be going through absolute hell while you're yeah. shouting because you can't access your Facebook like you yeah, know what yeah, I mean there's yeah, really yeah, yeah, more yeah. important things yeah, in yeah, the yeah, world yeah, yeah. so it was just to kind of show a side of, of that kind of thing and there is the nice there is a Patsy out there I, she came from a real person you yeah. know it was yeah, like yeah, so not sweet. the exact same conversation yeah. but something very similar did happen while I was there and kind of stuck with me you know so mm. yeah humanising the whole thing because it's so the whole distant thing. yeah exactly not never connected yeah. to anybody yeah. she yeah. was a real person like I mean my yeah. character's backstory was fabricated for the purpose of the, the drama mm. in the film. But mm. I did have a conversation with an elderly woman that had a, a person that had passed away in their life. And mm. she was talking about that. And we were on the phone for so long because like that, we were fixing her broadband. So I've yeah. really... The bottom line is I have no imagination. And it, all, <laughs> <laughs> and it all came from real life. It was essentially a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. But you know it's a yeah. great white way dogs. to make stuff. Yeah. 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 Just like dig into white reality. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. So... That's kind of how it came about, and I, I'm really pleased that I was turned out. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been a fun little year sense. touring around, and yeah, it's been good. It's cool I how quick was, you made it as well. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it was a day, yeah, because yeah, we really only quick. had a day. Yeah. Um, We shot it in Karen's, as I said, the co director. I went to Bow Street with Karen, and she's one of my best mates. So I was like, look, I need someone to like just keep an eye on me on the day because I can't check myself like yeah. as a, in performance wise. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. she was very like, uh, no, you can go again. Mm-hmm. And then I go again, mm-mm no you can go again and it was just one of those things and we yeah, just got it yeah. done really like sharp but yeah. there was no like locations to be moving to and fro from and yeah which is a dream so like you know yeah, yeah it was really in that case like we couldn't have found it easier now mm. the room was a thousand degrees at the end of the day mm. very light yeah. Which like this movie. much like this room yeah it was pretty seamless yeah no pickups or anything we were very lucky mm. so that was handy yeah, yeah brilliant.
0: and visually did you know what you had in mind when you were going there
2: did you leave that to the the different
0: I'll be honest like I honestly
2: hadn't a clue like um I really didn't know what I was doing it was very much like we'll just figure it out as we go um but like that we didn't have a lot of options because it was such a tight space it was kind of like right well we'll get it this way this way this way and just get as much coverage as we can get a couple of cutaways and hope for the best you know what I mean um but I have a really good editor who did the edit and the grade and the sound mix and he's one of the people that just kind of the stuff you think is throwaway, the stuff that you get after yes. cut. He's yeah. one of the people that will scrutinise every inch of the footage, and he'll always pull something out. Like there's a kind of a running thing throughout the short where it cuts to her foot, tapping and tapping and tapping, and then there's a moment where it cuts back and it's it stopped fully. Um, and at that, like, kind of, it's kind of a commentary on her emotional stage throughout the yes, whole thing. Yeah. Like that was gotten, I think, like almost by accident. Like, no, I didn't want that or have it, whatever. But like. Feels one of people he's like oh no this is something mm. you know what I mean so he kind of really pulled the best out of but That's I, I kind of wrapped the footage yeah. up in a lot of sticky tape and threw it at him. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did his best yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I was going to say there was a lot accomplished with sound in that. Mm-hmm. Like there was he really got that emotional stress that kind of when when everything's on top of you. I think a lot yeah. of people will have had those jobs where it just it gets overwhelming. Yeah. It,
2: he also yeah. worked in a call center, Phil. So. Oh wow. god. <laughs> yeah, hurts. there was a lot of people coming from from here the real place. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, he was great. Yeah. It was I feel like it was kind of like our short and his short as well, you mm. know. Um So he really put a lot of a lot of thought and heart into it. Because it spans across the whole day. So you got the clock as that device. Exactly. And then there's a lot
1: of montaging visually and with sound. And so you get this like, oh life's so boring and like there's so much repetition and that's all the body of it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, So
2: he knew the crack because he'd done it himself. Um and we did shoot it chronologically as well because we didn't actually light it at all. So it was Mm -hmm. all natural lights. So we're like it was like again, like I didn't even think of lights. Like we got there and I was like, Oh, we've not, we've not delayed this, so. Uh, I guess. What, it, a event. Event. it was Yeah, just so yeah, yeah you wouldn't Fish have got that. Water, it's yeah. amazing
3: how, how good it worked out, considering. Considering. It's a, it's a, a miracle, Tommy. really. <laughs> <laughs> but it really works,
2: though. Cheers. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm happy
0: enough for that. And doing the set design and stuff, was that a space that you guys just it's had access
2: office. to? we didn't yeah. touch a thing. Like, yeah, it was, yeah. like, it's a, my, again, Karen's uh, acting agency have an office on Wiklust street i think it's wicklow street and they just don't operate on a sunday so she was like saying on to no one and we can just get into the office on the sunday as long as we leave it how we found it mm, like yeah. no one's gonna know maybe they will now but again, yeah nothing's broken it's fine um so all like the binders and the desk all the, the chair the computer it was all there like so yeah. we just kind of shoved it to one side to fit the cameraman in and that was it mm-hmm. so yeah it was very uh just fortunate how it all fell together, it wasn't mm. like much. Be honest, there wasn't much planning put into it. Yeah. Is it yeah. hard to be part of the edit as an actor? I love it. Do you? I actually love it. Yeah, um, I said in with Phil a few times and I probably wrecked his head because I was really meticulous about it. Because I did music technology in college for five years, so I have an ear for all that kind of stuff, and I did a little bit of editing in college because it was part of a video module that we did as well. So. I feel like I know it all, and I really don't. So I'm mm-hmm. sitting next to Phil, like you know, scrutinizing things. Not that he needs it, but uh, no, I love it. Yeah, I really enjoy it. And would you be tempted to produce again now that you? Um. Yeah, I, I've just finished a second short. Um, with a mate of mine, Tony. He's the first angry caller in the short. Mm-hmm. Um. So we've written and co-directed something that's premiering in October. Um but we got mates on to produce. So we did a little bit, but we didn't take the reins because it's just it was a bigger project as well I don't think I would have been able for it like I don't think I'd have a hair in my head now really at this stage so
0: it's a very different hat to have on I think especially if you're doing something creative on the day mm. so when the problem falls and it's like oh we don't this or we ran out of this or yeah. we need batteries or something and then when it's your problem and you're mm-hmm. trying to get into character it's hard Yeah. to yeah. be like okay let's problem solve and then back in the yeah, space yeah I would yeah. avoid if, yeah. if at all
2: possible going forward like writing yeah. acting even directing is like about as much as you can take on mm. I think but the producing is just yeah it's like a whole other head space oh it's like yeah, yeah it's a nightmare <laughs> so yeah. yeah if at all possible no thanks though <laughs>
0: you, you've actually done a lot of You've had borne a lot of hots on projects before. I was looking at your IMDb and it was like cinematography.
2: I know, but that's
0: in the early days when you
1: just sort of, you have to do everything, so you do. And again, I'd be like you, I love editing. I love the creative Mm. stuff. So producing, not so much, but like editing, camera work, I love all that stuff. Um, So I would have had like three different cameras and I would have done a bit of cinematography for other people's documentaries. And then I decided to just really focus on directing. So I sold all my equipment, except for my drone. And I just kind of really stuck myself into like, OK, apply for funding, you know, step it up, like build the company mm-hmm. a little bit. And I mean, applying for funding is a huge endeavor. It's just, it oh a man, time yeah. it's massive. And again, it, the same for submitting to festivals is a, is a lot of time yeah. and energy yeah. and just there's certain parts of the process that, I couldn't do everything. So I had to just pick a few things. So mm. directing was the main one and obviously writing and then the funding and yeah, things like that. So
0: And that's when it's really important to get a creative or like like a team together that mm. you help them out in yeah. their projects and they help you out in yours because yeah. it's, there is a lot of let's work on this project. Let's work on this project never gets made. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> let's just put all our time in. Let's put this application together. Budget's done up. No. Mm.
2: No yeah. It's It's yeah. about finding like your people or a couple of mates that just want to be doing the same thing or happy to just give a hand because it comes back around like if you're helping yeah. someone out even making tea mm. if you're like oh here any chance you can like boom something for me for like a yeah, day it's like yeah. of course you know you it's also about never that. know
1: what might come out of a collaboration or just exactly. being on a shoot like yeah. I've definitely ended up calling someone a year later that was like oh my god this is the perfect person I'm so glad we accidentally met that yeah, one yes, time and yeah, yeah. so there is that kind of you have to be very open and you also have to be ready to grab opportunities whenever they arise so there is this kind of like yeah always kind of open-minded I guess mm. about who you cross paths with mm. yes mm. and
0: speaking of, of lots and lots and lots of organizations we also have Emma here who's organizing the Bleeding Pig Festival so first of all can we get a little bit of history about the festival
3: yeah sure and um, so yeah like what Mia was saying there crossing paths it's funny because that's exactly how the festival started for me um So I used to work with the Fingal Film Festival, and um, we did a roadshow every year where we'd um, platform the award-winning films of the festival from that year. And I crossed paths with a lady who was running a festival in Kilmainham, and then she introduced me to a couple who were on the committee of the Bleeding Pig Cultural Festival, which is out in Donabate. So they do all sorts of things. They do music, they do poetry, photography, but they didn't have any film screenings. So when they knew that I was putting together stuff for the Fingal Film Festival, they kind of grabbed me and said, come and bring <laughs> films to Donna Bate, please. So it that's kind of how it started on a very small scale of just an evening of film. And two years later now, we have kind of three nights of short film and a feature on the third night. And um, so, yeah, I've been very lucky in that um, the committee kind of oversee, the cultural committee oversee. The festival but I pretty much run it and create it and do all the stuff make all the decisions which is just a joy for me too <laughs> and you're, have you're my own little good, festival you're a very good communicator um, yeah, yeah. Great. yeah considering it's just you, you it's
2: impressive but it's just you okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> thank you very much yeah. um, marketing
0: machine yeah like but there's a lot of spinning spinning plates I imagine a festival like that is similar to producing Just a lot of, like, organising, managing stuff, liaising, setting stuff up. Yeah,
3: I guess you're, well, I suppose for my background, I'm not a creative, I don't have an academic or a technical film background at all. So I started working in marketing and I worked to market research, so I was a project manager, really. And I look around me and see people making films and producing films. Mm. I see that as project management and yes. mm. um, so there's definitely a producer in me I
2: think 100% mm. yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, yeah,
3: I feel, I feel that as that's something for you know I'm producing a film at the moment for my friend oh, who's oh, getting cool. married so hey. a little you know personal thing but it's my first um, that's my first little taster of producing a film so it's, it's, a it's a guaranteed, guaranteed
0: screening but
3: no but back to the festival yes yeah, so um I just love it. Uh, one of the things I like most is that it's a little bit different to your kind of city big festivals, where you know a large portion of the audience are, you know, they're they're cast and crew, they're film buffs. You know, in general, their people know a fair bit about film. So, you know, in Donna Bate, the first night we had the screening, there was a queue of people coming to speak to me, saying, "Where do we see these short films?" you know, they had not seen a short film before. They didn't really know it existed as a format, you know. So I had to explain to them, well, probably you won't see them anywhere unless you stay up till 12 mm-hmm. o'clock. Or get
0: an air link. On, on Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah Now that's great that, you know. So I, I thought that was just lovely to, to see their reactions and they were so engaged and so interested in, you know, independent film. So um that's my big thing at the moment is to just uh, bring the phones down there and introduce them to films
0: that they wouldn't normally see I guess. And that's lovely as well because you do I think as a filmmaker tend to go to a lot of festivals it's all filmmakers but to see how it actually yeah. an an audience of of people who just want to enjoy it specifically mm. and aren't going, well, actually, that would have been expensive. And I wonder how they got that yeah. location. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we just like, but oh, this is a story yeah. and I want it to wash over yeah. me. It's a different. It vision. is. Yeah.
3: But curiously, what you're saying there about, you know, picking up on something expensive or the editing or whatever. When we have the Q&As, you'd be surprised at the questions that do come <laughs> out you know and um, so we did screen me, mia's film Throwline. actually won the audience award last year um and they they loved it like they, they absolutely loved it but um we also had um michael inside was our closing film nice. And we um, we had Frank Berry there. and uh, The poor man couldn't get out of the room. Yeah. At the yeah. end of yeah. He's nice. the
2: nicest man on I the mean, planet. He, he, was, yeah. he probably stayed to talk to So, <laughs>
3: so good. But um, they had countless questions for him, you know, and mm. interesting, amazing questions. Yeah, know, yeah. So, it's um, such a good film. It's yeah. <gasps> very powerful. Yeah, oh. so powerful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're absolutely de- delighted to have him there. Yeah, so cool. But, uh, yeah, so it's it's all about, yeah, it's all about the audience for me. Um, You know, it's, it's it's not stuffy. There's no VIP area. It's just everyone is welcome. Mm. The filmmakers sit at the top of the room, and the the audience just join in and chat, and they love it. Like and most of the filmmakers have come have said the highlight. You know the, that festival was the high one of the highlights of the run,
1: which is mm. great. And the Q and A was their highlight. You know, yeah, that's so, cool. And it's really. Yeah. I think, important to talk to audience. Yeah. Audiences around know? the world. Like, that's yeah, the point. totally. Like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's sort of, you make this piece of work, you send it out... Generally on the internet, so it's not even like there's a physical process to sending your work out to the mm. world, and then you're hoping that it'll reach people. So to actually talk to people about yeah. their experience is really rewarding, yeah, and encouraging, and it kind of you know motivates you to go and make the next project. Absolutely. Then, without being yeah. cheesy,
2: like it's why you do it, like you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. it is, it is. Yeah. like yeah. 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 But it, yeah. it lacks
1: that live element, like theater or you know, mm-hmm. a, a music or whatever, where you're like you're with the people yeah. and you're yeah. with that electric yeah. moment. So with cinema, it's like I love trying to catch the film with the audience, sitting at the yeah, back, absolutely I hate sitting up the front. always oh, at the back. <laughs> yeah. Kind of oh, like feelers out. Hard. See what yeah. the energy of the room is. Yeah. It's nice hearing
2: the responses like in the right places too. Like if mm. you're meant to have a little giggle or a little reaction hearing yes. it, it's yeah. like oh you know or a laugh where you didn't expect it. Yeah. That's always great. Yeah, because yeah. so you're so used to hearing it like in silence mm. that when you do get reaction from an audience you're like, oh what is that? You know yes. yeah. strange. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And actually that's an interesting thing. Programming, putting together like an actual section that works together as a, as a union as a unit and takes everyone through yeah like an emotional journey i'd say that's yeah. quite difficult oh, that must be so
1: hard yeah,
3: yeah i well i'll say one thing just because i know i people ask me a lot you know how, how do i how does the submissions work because it's still very small and it's just me i just don't have the time or resources to watch you know mm. 100 films or you know 200 films whatever submissions so for the first few years I've been selecting them myself so it's curated rather than cr- programmed I suppose mm-hmm. you could say yeah. but uh, so next year I'm hoping there'll be big changes. Um, so Film freeway. Or I won't one of those. say too much about that but yeah um, that's all to come but yeah even under those circumstances when there's you know maybe 35 films uh, so for me it would be I'd go to festivals and see what's out there and there's also a number of films that I would absolutely love myself But I can probably tell they mightn't go down well with the certain audience that I've Mm. come to know, saying Donna Bates. So, you know, I have to make those decisions then. What's going to. So, for example, the first year, um, they were all excellent films, but I did make a mistake in that there was probably three or four quite dark, serious shorts, which uh, shorts can tend to be quite dark. More often. Yeah, not yeah. You know, it can be hard to find the comedies and Mm. whatever. But um, yes, so I think they were a little bit down. After uh, that first screen, yes, yeah, but right. they still enjoyed it, and there was some good films but i I've learned now after after that to kind of you know just even what comes next, and if you know something's what quite serious or first you can't or really yeah, follow yeah. it up with a hilarious comedy, but you have to stagger it up stagger it move them a little bit away from that Mm. and yeah
1: so it's yeah it can be difficult it's a bit um, of an Irish thing isn't it that we make sad shorts all the time like there is a lot I don't know is that because we sort of have to get stuff off our chest or
2: or maybe it's the easiest thing to go to was like your your scars like you know yeah yeah, and that's right about your own trauma Mm. yeah Yeah, we're a tortured bunch I suppose (laughs) we've enough to be talking about so Mm. I think comedy shorts always go down like such a breath fresh air when they're done right you know what I mean it's always nice to have a nice comedy in in a block. It yeah. always stands out. I find mm. we've got, yeah, we're lucky this year. We've got i a, a I've few, seen a few I know <laughs> really, really good comedies. Here, but, like Casual is one of my favorite shorts I've is seen this sh- year on the Festival yeah, circuit. Yeah, it's, and I know it's that she, like she's not here, but yeah. you know it's. Have you seen Casual? No. Honestly, like, Argyl, I wa- yeah. we we were in the same block at Kerry this last October, and I laughed like I cried laughing, and yeah. like I did. Who made it? Uh, Eve McCardle. Eve okay, oh, okay. nice. Yeah, yeah I can is. understand why you selected that as well because yeah. it's it's really funny. Yeah, I think uh, it'll cool. go down with any, I think everyone oh, like, will. It'll touch everyone. I think yeah, left, yeah. Like, I laughed a better break up longer than yeah, everybody yeah, so else in the, yeah. Yeah. in the screening. Like I even found <laughs> yeah. her on Instagram afterwards and I texted her like, are you, "I don't even know you, but you need to know how hard." <laughs> <I left laughs> <your short>. oh, <laughs> yeah, lovely. yeah, it's yeah. really funny. Yeah. So
0: sounds like a really interesting yeah. lineup. What are the what are even a few lines about the other shorts that are?
3: So in the women. And in film as well, we have uh, Natasha Wall's mother. Oh, that's you so know funny. Mm. The fridges are coming. Have you? <laughs> yes. No, that's uh, Jonathan loses, Is Jonathan. Right yet? I haven't yeah, seen it yet. I'm looking yeah. forward to and it. And Jonathan, yeah, I suppose he's becoming a regular. So we're screening Mary as well, Brilliant. which is written by Jonathan, directed by Sean O'Connor. Mm-hmm. And last year we screened Acorn, oh, uh, yes, which she yeah. wrote as well, kind of Christmas one about the kids. That went down really well actually last year, so yeah we've got a good few comedies. Um, got Mia's film Also, we've got Laura's film. Um, we have a great documentary called The Vasectomy Doctor, which is oh yeah, yeah Ronald Cassidy yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's been yeah that's been. Just I'll under it, picking up, blood yeah, blood yeah, and yeah. yeah, it's. I think it's it's great. I'm it's more very illuminating. Yeah. Have you very seen, not yet, so yeah, no seen it? Yeah, I so much about um, it. Yeah. Um, and so we're hoping the vasectomist, the vasectomy doctor, will be joining us oh, on the nice, night. Uh, to be confirmed, is that but Zeb? yeah, hopefully.
2: is Zeb, the doctor, or is Zeb Moore, or is he a smaller part?
3: No, well, it, it's a documentary. So the, the doctor. Oh, I know is, Zeb is in it. Zeb plays, um, a guy who tries to the shoot. Attempted him. attempted Oh, oh so it's so like a <laughs> recreation. Yeah. It, exactly. Richard, sorry. I'm instruction, instruction, right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. but the, the doctor is quite an interesting, very interesting character. Oh. So he'll, if, if he, if he shows up, he'll probably be, be there for the night yeah, <laughs> without yeah, yeah. Yeah. escaping, uh-huh. you know. Um, yeah. And, um, I guess it's time we can, you and then announce it because it won't just won't be out beforehand, sure. So, uh, we are absolutely excited and delighted to have Carmel Winters float like a butterfly. Nice. It's going nice. to screen nice. on our finale night, cool. so um, that will be it's a gorgeous film, yes. Yes, yeah. I caught it for the first time down in Cork mm. in its home, brilliant, where it, was, where it premiered, uh, yeah, and yeah. where Carmel is from, I think, yes. Yeah, they shot it there um, as well. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was an emotional experience mm. seeing that, especially down in Cork. And I've I'd I'd say the audience and on a bait will be Yes <laughs> will be delighted. Similarly affected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gorgeous. film.
0: Because it is, it's really Sorry lovely. It's like an amazing, that. Uh, yeah. like an amazing lineup. There, people are in for an absolute treat. Yes, hopefully, yes. Yeah. hopefully they'll enjoy it. Yeah. So you do a great job of keeping the lots of women directors, lots of uh, Yay, celebrating a lot of you. female
3: yeah. filmmakers. Well, yeah. Um, well, what happened was, I think, was the second year, and I just noticed that, you know, I had chosen a lot of films that I really wanted to include, and they were directed by women mm. um, and I decided right let's just put on a whole night of women in film I spotted um this woman over in the UK I don't know if you've heard of Film Bath mm-hmm. and they the founder of Film Bath um, came up with the F-rated um, logo or Stand standard yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, I think the IFI use it and mm-hmm. not many places use it actually so we I thought right let's let's start using it and introduce it to people and uh, they were delighted to have bleeding pig on board as well so mm, um
2: that's awesome
3: yeah, yeah so this year we'll be between like having the feature and the one night will be kind of you know 70 percent um that's film. wow so that's wow. Is, yeah, yeah that's represented huge. yeah yeah. 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 So yeah so cool so i'm
0: happy with that and Class. that's yeah, and very strong feminist themes in everything. <laughs> in yeah, everything that I've that I've seen yeah. that you yeah. that you're doing.
3: Yeah, cuz float yeah. like a butterfly yeah. like she's
1: ferocious to lead yeah. character, oh, you know? she's unbelievable. She yeah. just won, yeah. like she's just such a fighter at heart, so yeah. she's really yeah. inspiring. Yeah. Oh, she's she's great. Amazing uh, actress. Yeah. As well. yeah. Yeah, she's fantastic. Uh
3: yeah, there is and again, it's it's kind of just I think it's a good thing that's it's happening just by accident now, you know? It's mm. it's not yeah. Uh, You're not seeking it. I didn't go out or, seek it. No, yeah. and I really yeah. didn't. I, I genuinely didn't. Um I really wanted to show an Irish film. Um last year we showed an Irish film as well, but that was one just popped out at me and because I loved it, but also I knew it was gonna go down well mm. with the with the audience as well, yeah. you know.
0: And so what are the days of the screenings?
3: So um Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday the 9th, tenth and eleventh of September. So um yeah, and we kick off at half seven and the venue is Keelings Pub in Donabate.
0: Great. So you can have a pint
2: over oh, watch yeah. your shorts. Certainly do. <laughs> if you're yeah. nervous you yeah. watching <laughs> exactly,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we have a, a proper screening room set up at the back so it's um you know, it's sound quality is perfect mm. and visuals but the bar is outside, so you
1: can Help yourself to drink at any stage. Yeah. And you made the nice so suggestion. Much. If you go early, you can have a little jump in the sea first. And oh yeah, really yeah. earn your I pint. It's, <laughs> it's a gorgeous
3: area. It's a gorgeous area out there. Uh, so I often go out and go for a run, or you know, um, have a look at the beach. The beach is beautiful. Um, if I have time, I might. Tell people where the name of the festival actually comes from. Yes. Uh, so we don't do we don't harm animals in any
1: way. <laughs> <laughs> we've had <laughs> a few oh, messages. we've had <laughs> we a few messages into the the
3: Facebook page saying, uh, I'm a vegan and I'm not happy with the name oh, of your festival. Oh, <laughs> oh it's like it's basically the the coast of Donabate as there's lots of caves, lots of rocks. there is apparently a very strange formation of rocks in one of the cave uh, caves. Looks like a pig, apparently. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's an exaggeration, but there is a kind of red moss growing on the rocks. And when it rains, Ah. they say it looks like blood is dripping down the peak ah, so there you have it oh, we need a net. photo yeah. of that and
0: there's that location
3: scouting now as well yeah. when you yeah. go down yeah. There, yeah. there it's a, that's a yeah. fantastic location actually it really mm. is Yeah.
2: I've never um, been and really looking forward to yeah. it everybody yeah, says it's lovely. so gorgeous yeah. it's
3: gorgeous I would really it's gorgeous anyway but it, yeah it would be great to be lucky enough to have a few nice days you know yeah. around that time yeah which, and yeah.
0: and how long is the festival running now? I think you said it before,
1: but this is the this
3: fourth is the, year. Wow! Uh, it doesn't feel like it, but I guess because we we started slow, so I feel like it's only really now. Starting to build, but um, next year I really hope it's going to be a
0: few changes.
1: Brilliant! You we'll know, see what happens yeah, with that. Exciting! Mm. Excellent! Yeah. So if you yeah. got
0: this time, you can do the hipster thing and go. Well, I saw before
1: before it, it got old. Go <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They won't even yeah.
3: answer my emails. And like, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, and yeah thanks to to all the filmmakers that I've been in contact with and for keeping in contact with me, and you know, they make my life
2: easier. Mm. You know, so they've mm. all been great. Thanks. I'm sure everybody's more than happy to be involved. Thank you. It's nice yeah. to be selected rather than pushing your film on I someone know, and making them a take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: absolutely.
0: Yeah. And where can you buy tickets? So do you come on uh, the day you
3: so get there, or really, it's online? just come on the day? Um, we will probably set up an event bright booking system for um the third night because it will be more popular. But generally, um, if you come on time, you know you'll get a seat and um it's free admission because it's a non profit uh, festival. So. Yeah. Okay,
0: well, that's even an, a, a bigger pull. So
3: you yeah. can save all your money for pints yeah. then. <laughs> and you can get a meal actually in Keeling's pub if you want. They have decided to offer free dessert to everyone. Uh, oh, so come, lovely. yeah. If they come before the festival and have a meal, they'll get a free dessert. So sweet. Yeah.
1: And so maybe f- buy a pint for the filmmakers. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Is dessert, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put a flag
0: yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> And where can we get tickets or where can we find, see the line? Yeah,
3: all the information is on www.bleedingpigfilmfest.com and you can find it on Facebook and Twitter as well perfect
0: we'll definitely 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 um, put up a link to the website anyway so people can Thanks, and peruse all the, the fabulous films that are on and even the other fun events so thank you guys so much for coming in to chat, chat to us yeah cheers it was, it was great getting to see the, the films and uh, I hope you guys get a totally sold out audience then yeah. for this because it. Like, it looks like it's going to be a great one it seems to be getting bigger yeah. every year yeah uh, to be honest every year we're pretty much sold
3: out well not sold out but packed out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm hoping and expecting the same
0: this year. So that's always that's favorite Thanks so much, God. Cheers, thanks, thanks for yeah.